it's just been a, been a while. I just I'm just overflowing with joy to be back up in here. And uh, when, when Pastor Abrams, um, Jonathan Abrams, called, um, texted me and asked me, would I be available? It just sent joy into my soul because I've been missing coming down here because I, I, I love people and I love sharing God's word. It's, it's a blessing. And I was studying this morning on the rewards of being faithful. And I was wrestling with that thing. I said, well, Lord, is this it? And he said, no, that ain't it. He gave me another word on peace. For we know that the peace of the Lord, what, surpasses all understanding. And I tell you, boy, that peace of God is more than enough. I want to say hello to everyone and tell everyone that I love them. Because, you know, uh, the word of God says, Love what covers a multitude of sin. And as we journey through our day, we may say, do something, or think something. So with that love, it'll help cover that sin. And, and I just thank God for his love. And I want to thank my wife for surprising me tonight because I, I, I wasn't expecting her tonight because she got her promotion to a new job. And, and I thank God for it because... When she, when, she, when she was go, when she was going through a trials and tribulation for that job, I tell you, church, it was an experience. You know, and I, I, I watched her walk through some places that I don't know if I could have walked through them places. But to God be the glory, and she she knew that God had her back, and and and, and I just want to let her know I was, I'm so proud to see how she handled that situation because I'm telling you, when we do what's right. And honor our authority and do what God tells us to do. You'll get a promotion. So if you're not getting a promotion, don't look at your boss. Don't look at your supervisor. Look at yourself. It might be something you need, you're not doing in order to receive that promotion. And then sometimes you might be right on the edge of a promotion and don't even know it. But I promise you, if you do what God said. God said, don't do it unto the boss or to the supervisor or to the owners, but to do it like you're doing it unto him. And I tell you, when you do that, I watch my wife do that because I've been knowing her a long time, and some of them times she'd jump up at 1 o'clock in the morning and run out of that house. I was, mm, God, you you working on her? Because I, I, I see the time she wouldn't do that. But I thank God, and I saw a change in her, and, and, and I, now I see the reward. You get a chance to reap a good reward when you obey your authority. Don't mean they're always right. But God didn't say they would be right. He said when you do it, do it as you're doing it unto him. So think about it now. You, when Things don't have to go your way all the time, but if you love Jesus enough, you say, Lord, I commend this man over to you. I commend this woman over to you. This, it's not sitting right in my spirit, but you said, if I just do it unto you, everything will be all right. And church, I'm here. I'm living witness. I'm, I'm looking at it. Everything was all right because, you know, she, she had to, uh, on the weekend, they were supposed to swap weekend. And then I said, where are you working? Now nah, I'm on call again. <laughs> she didn't see it with a lot of joy, but she had a smile up on her face. So when you're going through your trials and tribulations, you might not be smiling, but just be obedient and watch the rewards of the Lord and watch your promotion in life. If we will, let's start off at Psalms 3711. Can you put that up on the screen for me, brother? 3711, and I want to give honor to God and to 
Pastor Jonathan and Jennifer in their absence, Pastor Jerry and Pastor Elaine. I, I love my leaders and my pastors and those who are over me. I try to support and, and, and obey and do what needs to be done. The word of God says, but the meek shall inherit the earth. The meek. Anybody know what the meek is? Huh? Say, say what? Amen. Amen. Okay, I thought you, what is, what, what is the meek? What do meek mean? Right, all right. But okay, there you go. Amen. Amen. The meek shall but see when you be like that, what do the words say? Inherit the earth. And then it says, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. You know, as I just said, peace surpasses all understanding. And you know the thing that I'm learning about peace? I can be in a situation and, and I I'm, I just be wondering Lord what is what how is it gonna work out and then all of a sudden I just feel like the whole world is not on my shoulders I just had that peace about something have y'all ever had that peace about something that you weren't for sure about it but you just had peace about it and I see an only peace come only from who from God. So don't look to your pastors, don't look to your spouses, your your kids and your co-workers and, and your bosses for peace because you won't ever get it because peace only comes from God, our Father which are in heaven. He's the only one that we can have that peace, but it's up to us to keep that peace remaining and growing. Peace is, to me is sort of like faith. It's a work. You have to be willing to be to go through some things in order to keep that peace alive. Because if you let that peace go, you're going to be bitter. You're going to be murmuring and complaining. And my Bible tells me when you, that the murmuring and complainers, a, a tower fell down on them and killed 3,000 in one day. That's what murmuring and complaining does. It causes death. Sometimes it not, might not be physical death. It could be spiritual death. You, you find yourself, I don't want to go to church today. Well, I ain't going to go to church tonight. I, I, I work too hard. Lord, the God, I understand. See, when you go to get in that mindset and go to do, you're losing your peace. Because peace surpasses all understanding. And if you don't even know why you're going or why you're not going, if you press through and just do, because the word of God says what? To assemble thyself one to another. Exhorting each other. So if you don't do nothing else but come and shake somebody's hand. Because I'm here to tell you, somebody going through something way a lot harder than you can imagine. So, so many times, you know, we just want an old pity party. Well, this ain't going right. That ain't going right. I never read in the Bible that it says everything was going to go right. But it said if you press on, you'll see your reward in the end. So, so many times, when you're not pressing on, you're missing out on a reward. And then not only that, you're missing out on your peace because your peace leaves you. Because, see, peace surpasses understanding. And the word of God said we should assemble ourselves. So when we're not assembling ourselves, I'm telling you, something, something is wrong with your peace. And, and you check yourself. Don't go to checking your boss or your wives or your husband. You, we got to check ourselves. So many times we want to look at others and not look at ourselves. But, you know, so many times I would fall on my knees and I'd be praying to the Lord about this person, that person, my kids, my wife. And, you know, God never did show me anything about them. He showed me about me. So I learned that the battle that we face is not 
those around us. Because the word of God said we don't want wrestle against flesh and blood. It's the enemy, church. And when you go to looking at your brothers and your sisters wrong and talking about them, because the, uh, the word of God said when you go to talking about your brothers and your leaders and things, you, you sh- you're sowing discord. And I tell you, won't nothing good come unto you. Because my Bible says when you, when you judge your brother on righteousness, that same judgment come upon you. So, so many times you'll find yourself not so-and-so was doing that, but you didn't judge them, and then you find yourself doing that same thing. So we got to be careful on how we do. What I learned to do, church, and that, that's where that peace come in. It don't make me upset or nothing. I said, Lord, for, forgive them. They know not what they do. And see, who said that? Jesus. When you stand that word long enough and you start not only reading the word, but obeying the word, you'll find yourself doing some of the same thing Jesus did. And that's what God's word does to you. It, it'll change you. It'll make you just like him. Because what? In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. And then that way you would see you would be delighting yourself. See? I'm going to get back to it. And, you, and she'll delight themselves in the abundance of peace. See, it's something we got to do. It says, and she'll delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The abundance of peace, church, to me is when all things look like it ain't going right. It seems like I got a flat on this car, the start on this start on this car, and my pocket ain't got no money to fix it. And then I, you know, and I look up and say, Lord, not my will, but your will be done in this situation. Because, church, we're going to have trials and tribulations. But the word of God says, be of good cheer. And, you know, it's hard when, when things ain't going right. And you, you, your money doesn't run out and you got a flat here and a starter and, you, and won't nothing, don't nothing seems right. But I guarantee you, church, if you go to just praising the Lord, you'd be surprised somebody to pull up in your yard. Not, may not even fix the time, may not even fix the start. They might just tell you where or wherever you were trying to go take you there. But if you're upset and mad and angry, that same way God will allow it to keep passing you by because you're not doing what he said. He said, be of good cheer. And, and, and it's a work when you have to do that. It's, it's a process. It's something that you got to try with a little bit little something little just for instance if you say the wrong thing. You go to that sister and that brother say, forgive me. You know, and then you, that's that process. It begins, and you'll be like, wow. Because something amazing happened on the inside when you do what God's word tells you to do. You know, you'll be like, man, that, 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 that's okay. And you won't really understand what you did, but you know what you did is right. And then something else, the next day something come along, and you find yourself doing it again. See, that's when that peace is abounding in you. See, without that peace, church, it's going to be hard to make it. Because you're going to be bitter. You're going to be upset. You're going to be mad all the time. You're going to point the finger at everybody but yourself. And see, and that peace don't come to what God gives give you that peace. So if you don't receive that peace, you won't have that peace. And you'll find your life in Christ, all kind of stuff. You won't understand it. And, you, and then so many times, you'll get to the point that you don't think nobody love you or care for you. And it really is you because you didn't allow that, that abundance of peace to come into your heart. If we will, let's go to Isaiah 26, 13. 
Isaiah 26, 13. I was just meditating on this piece this morning, and I'm telling you, I got a lot of peace just from doing that. I'm sorry. Uh, try Isaiah 26, 13. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, yeah Isaiah 26, 3. Yeah, my bad. Uh, it was early this morning when I was doing this church. <laughs> Had one eye open, one closed. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is staying on him, on Jesus, because he trusts in you. See, that's the thing that I was just getting to, to have your, you know, in your mind. You will keep him in perfect peace. That, that's saying God will keep you in perfect peace, but what you got to do? Whose mind is staying on him. See, when your man wasn't all out here about the wife, about the kids, about the boss, about the supervisor, about your pastors, about anything without your mind staying on, tri- on Christ, that peace won't be abundance. You know, the word of God don't lie. You know, it, it was amazing because it says because he trusts in you, because you're trusting in God. You ain't trusting in your boss. You ain't trusting in your spouse. You're trusting in God. Because you got to realize we all are human and we all make mistakes. But when we make our mistakes, we don't think it's as bad as other people make mistakes. But God says sin is sin. You know, so so many times. That's why I find myself now when I see my brother and sister, I say, Lord, forgive them. They know not what they say. They know not what they do. And I'm telling that peace arise. And because, see, peace surpasses all understanding. It lets you know that you once been there. And then what I find myself doing when I say that, I find myself going to my little closet and saying a prayer. Lord, you, you fixed me when I was like that. You fixed my sisters and my brothers because they like that, Lord. And you let that peace abide and that love. See, love, what I just said, covers a multitude of sin. See, for God so what? That he did what? And see, that's a lot of time we don't want to give nothing. But God gave his all. So sometimes we got to give all with our, with our spouse, with our children, with our friends, with our leaders. And like I say, it don't seem, it, sometimes they don't even have to be right. But if they got that authority over you, yeah. now I'm not saying if they tell you to do something wrong to do it because the Bible tells you you ain't got to do that. But you can still pray for them. You, ain't got, I, you don't know, you know, just go all off in the left field. You know, you ain't, what I, I call that ignorant. You don't, don't get ignorant with this situation. You know, because he said, they only keep their mind on him will be in peace. So that's, and then you look into Jesus. Well, Jesus, that's your child. And then I'm telling you, church, that when you got that peace, it seems like every battle that come your way, Ain't nothing but a stepping stone. Because, see, when you face a battle today and you, and, and, and you defeat that battle, I guarantee you tomorrow you're going to have another one. If it don't happen tomorrow, the next day is one coming. But that one the day before, getting ready for the one that's coming, if you keep your mind on him. And then you have your, you, you, you understand, okay, wait a minute. What's taking place here? That's not Sister Doris. That's not Brother Maurice. That's the enemy. See, a lot of times we don't, we give the devil too much credit. And I tell you, we ain't, we ain't got to give him no credit, church. But we do. We find ourselves, the devil made me do it. I know for myself, before you do anything, you have to think before you do it. And so many times we're just, do you know the devil made me do it? The devil ain't made you do nothing. I'm telling you, now you might have joined the devil, but he didn't make you do it. The devil, make, the devil can't make you do anything. 
It's your mind. But I tell you what the scripture says. You will keep he would God will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is staying on him. So get your get your mind off of the situation or the hardship or whatever it is and put your mind on Jesus. Church, let's say I'm gonna keep my mind on Jesus. Therefore, I will have that perfect peace. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you for that perfect peace. Let's look at Leviticus 26 6. Leviticus 26 6. I was thinking about something today. I, this guy that worked for me, he used to work for me, and, and, and the day he come up to me and he said, and he said, the last time I was here, it looked like the grass was green on the other side. And he said, but I thank you for another opportunity. And see, that, that, the way I look at that church, God gave me many opportunities. So sometimes you can't just, just cause a person don't be right this time, give them a second chance. And you know, and, I, and he looked up at me and said, you're going to have to run down this time. I ain't going nowhere. And I just smiled at him and I, was, I come to him and thank God because I've been that way before. Oh, shoot, they, they ain't doing right. They ain't doing me right. I got to get out of here. And then come to find out where I went is worse than where I was. So I'm telling you, when, you, when God sends you somewhere, stay there until your time is over. Don't get in a hurry to leave. Don't, it, cause what, what happened, church? You don't have that peace. And see, when you don't have that peace, you don't have understanding. Cause peace, what? Surpasses. Can you, do y'all know what surpasses understanding me? Forgive him for he know not what he need, what he do. Forgive him he know not what he say. Surpasses that understanding that we have and make us understand like God understand. You know, so many times, all of those man that can't even focus on what God, man, because he said, what, his ways are not our ways. Huh? The word of God, church. And I'm telling you, so many times we get caught up because we don't trust in the word of God and do what God's word says. And he, look what God said. I will give peace in the land. Lord knows, y'all know we need peace in the land, don't we? But what are we doing to have that peace in the land? See, it's something we got to do to have that peace in the land. Because what he said, I will give peace in the land and you shall lie down. And man will make you afraid. So fear might, might be when you don't have peace in your land. Sometimes your land can be on your job, can be at home, or can be all of this that God has given us power and authority over. But what are we doing with it? Are we letting our light shine where others can see Jesus in us? Or are we just like the heathens, or hypocrites, running around talking about one another, cussing, smoking, drinking? Fornicating. Shit, I, I think I was sort of like Paul when he said he was the greatest. I think I was the greatest fornicator it was. But I thank God. I, I got it in my spirit and I was in Bible. No, I wasn't in Bible class. This was before then. And I, was, I did a study on fornication. I think it was about maybe 28 scriptures on fornication. And all of them was deaf. Death. See, brother, was mental death, physical death, or spiritual death? It's death. And who who came to give who came to give life and to give it to you more abundant? Okay. Now, who came to steal, kill, and destroy? So, when you're doing those kind of things, you not the devil made me do it. I let myself do it, not the devil. And I'm telling you, church, from that day forward. 
every time I got ready to commit to commit that sin, fornication, the spirit would rise up in me. I'd be, I'd be done call a young lady over, and before she get there, I'd be done put a sign on the door say, I'm gone. I'd be back later. Had an emergency. You know, it just, it was a, it's a process. It ain't going to happen overnight. I can guarantee you it ain't going to happen overnight. But if you stick with it and keep on asking God, God, I know this ain't right. Why, why is my mind even going there? And then now I learned because my mind went on Jesus. See, when you, that, that scripture said, when you keep your mind on Jesus, you'll be at perfect peace. You'll know that that's a sin and it shouldn't be that way. And so many times I look at people, they, they're hard on the lesbian and the gays. I'm not saying none of these things are right. But then yet and still you look out all four corners and you got shacking going on. Unmarried people. See, that sin is the same as that lesbian or, or, or that gay person. But we can look down upon them, but we don't tell our brothers and our sisters, you don't need to do that. That's not right. That's not pleasing. And you don't beat them over the head. You just keep feeding the word. What do the word of God say? Some will what? Some will water, some will plant, but what? God going to get that increase to where you ain't going to even want to even, you, you'll see that it's not even right and you won't even think about that young lady or that young man. And you, because it's a process because it's a part of you. You, you be done did it for so long to it become a part of you. Do y'all know what I'm talking about when it become a part of you? And so all that is is death. That's of the enemy. And I'm not getting on nobody. Like I told you, I was one of the world's greatest, I thought. But I thank God I, I don't have that mind no more. And I thank God for me staying in his word and, and, and changing my mindset. Because when I kept, every time I get through reading about fornication, I look down there and it's sin. And then not only that, but sin kills. And I was like, my goodness, you know. And, and you know, it was just the word of God. So if you had what, I think it's Psalms 119.11. That I may have this word in my heart that I may not sin against him. You know, and that's what we got to do, church. Anything that we have, again, I was a gambler too, church. Shoot. These knees, if I would have been praying much as I was throwing them dice on these knees, I probably could reach out there and just throw my hand up and everybody just go out. But, you know, I thank God he delivered me from that. Because the word of God says in Corinthians, in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things, that gambling, that fornication, that drinking, that cussing, that smoking, all the more things that I did lying, all that, lying, give it all of that. that you're at your best when you're doing that and you're lying too, you're at your best. That don't mean it's right, but I'm telling you, you at your best. You can do it all when you can do that. You put that little, do all that stuff and line with it. Oh, shoot. I'm telling you now. <laughs> you know, but then I, I, I got this thinking about God's word and, what, and you know what I, what I learned when I was doing all that. Uh, I think it's 2 Timothy 2.15, I believe. Study, go, sister, Vestide. The woman of the word, just all in her. See, I don't have to preach that hard. That's why I like Sister Vestide because she, she just bangs it on out. It says, study to show thyself approved unto God. Not unto man, but unto God. Yeah. Then what else do it say, sister? We won't even be ashamed. See, I'm not ashamed tonight when I'm telling you about the fornication and rolling dice and drinking and selling drugs and all. I'm not ashamed of that no more because that is behind me. I'm pressing towards the mark. 
which is Jesus Christ. And you know, I, I thank God for my trials and tribulations. I, I thank Him for bringing me through all of that. Because if somebody else out here that I can minister to, I can help, then let them know it's okay. Because when you find yourself sinking, sinking deep in sand, don't know which way to go, don't know what to do. It's hard, church. But I find myself crying out to Jesus. And I'm telling you, hey, that's the reason I'm here tonight. Because I had a praying grandmother and a praying mother. And I thank God for her. Because, you know, when I was selling drugs at church, it got to the point God had blessed me with a house. I had bought on some land. But guess where, I, guess where it was at? By a church. <laughs> and see, I knew that if you're in a school zone or by a church, so many feet in a school zone and selling drugs, you won't see daylight no more. So one day, I went outside and I took that page in my hand. I threw it through the woods. I said, Lord, I have been doing this for so long till I'm about to make it right. Show me a sign. And church, three days later, my back door got kicked in. But guess what? They didn't get nothing but the drugs. I had Rolexes. I had Nikes. I had bracelets, necklaces. I'm talking about gold. Drip down in gold. I was like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Y'all don't hear me. Y'all, anybody out there know anything about Snoop Dogg? <laughs> All right, look at them hands. All right. Don't be like him, though, y'all. Just know him. Don't be like him. And you know what? I, I thank the God for that. And then three days after that happened, the people that I was working with, they called me in the office and they said, Andy, we told you we were closing, but we didn't ask you if you want an opportunity at this business. See what God will do just on the a decision that you make. And now here I am, church. Two businesses, two homes, cars here and cars there. And I'm not bragging because I know it's all, all, all of God and obedience. That's how you get your rewards by walking in obedience. The word of God says in James, well, don't be a real owner, but a doer also. And if you want them to roar, church, start doing what God said to do. Start doing God's word and you watch. Things are going to change. They can't stay the same. Because God is a God that cannot lie. Man will lie to you. But God said he cannot lie. And you know what? I thank God for that. If you just try them, church, just find an area in your life that ain't going right and go to your concordance and if it's stealing, look, go to your concordance and look on everything that comes with stealing. And just wear that word out on stealing. And I guarantee you, for us all over, it'll be gone. That's what it did with me on fornication. It woke me up. It cut me from one side to the other side. And I thank God for his word doing that in me. Because I'm telling you, church, it ain't nothing like knowing the Lord and who he is in you. If you will, brother, let's go to, um, oh, yeah, let me get back to that. A worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly divine the word of truth. That's that Second Timothy 2.15 that I was telling you about. But it says, be diligent to present yourself approved to God. Diligent mean carefully. Be careful what you say. And sometimes you be careful what you ask for. See, a lot of times we ask for something that's almost got us in hell. And Jesus will do that move on you so quick. And then sometimes you might be believing for a house it may take 20 years. Because he got to prepare you for that house. But he delivered you from hell, but he's going to prepare you for that house. See, there's a difference in that. Because you cried out and you asked him. If you want it now, uh, let's go to Isaiah 48, 18. We're going to try to get on out of here in that church. And I hope that y'all, y'all peace be 
surpasses all that overall understanding y'all, and we all start doing right. Oh, that you have heeded my commandment. That you obeyed my commandment. You, you read my commandment. You did my commandment. Then your peace would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Can you just close your eyes for a minute? And if you've ever been on the sea or ever seen a, a picture on TV of the sea, I just, just, and see, that's where you be going. You go download today and you're up high tomorrow. Download today and up high tomorrow. Because that peace will let you know, okay, I'm, I can't stand, I can't stay here. I can't stay here. See how that sea just be rolling? And then that river, most of the time, when you're in God's word, it's the spirit of the Lord. See, that spirit, and you've been like a river. And then your peace would have been like a river. Been like the spirit of the Lord, leading and guiding you in all truth. That's what my word tells me, that he'll lead and guide you in all truth, that you may not err. So without the Holy Spirit, your chances of everything are erring. And show sure enough, if you're not obeying and if you're not reading God's word, because the only way the, the only way the Spirit, the only thing the Spirit does, is do what God's word says. So, and if you're not living that life, that Spirit can't dwell in you. All right, let's go to Psalm 119, 165. I want to thank Brother Joe up there. I didn't give him no paper or anything. The, the, him, but look like he prepared. Great peace have those who love your law. Great peace who love you. What? His law. What is his law? His word. If you love that word, you got great peace. So if you don't have the peace, think about it. Say, maybe I'm not reading this word enough. Maybe I'm not doing this. You know, because the word of God cannot lie. And then it says, nothing caused them to stumble. And that's the thing that God word does, it, it, it keeps you from stumbling. Because I think it said what that what the Holy Spirit would do would do would come to what? Comfort us and to teach us all things whatsoever what God have said. And so many times without that spirit we just wandering in and out. And you know, and that's a bad way to be, church. But don't get me wrong, it's still a process. So if you're there, don't feel bad. But just keep pressing through and keep reading God's word, and you'll, you'll see that peace that will come and give you that understanding that you didn't know anything about. You'll have that peace. And we're going to close here tonight on Philippians 4 7. Philippians 4 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. Regard your hearts and mind through Jesus Christ. You know that. You know that's what I started off with. That verse right there, and we ended with it. And I'm telling you, church, peace is one of the fruits of the spirit, and it's a reward. Cause I started, um, I obeyed God, and I, I, I and I started another business. And, and I'm telling you, if it wouldn't have been for my wife, I probably wouldn't have had that second business. But she looked up at me and she told me, she said, you don't let fear come in. And, I, and, and you know, and she was right. Because I, I was halfway right, but halfway wrong. But the Bible said when you're like that, you look warm, he'll spill you out his mouth. So, you know, you, you're in or you're out. So you know what I did in church? I fell on my knees. I said, Lord, forgive me. Because my mind was made up to go tell everybody tomorrow, hey, 
Y'all need to find y'all a job. I, I may weather the storm. I may stay here, but I want y'all to go find y'all a job. And see, that was unbelief. That wasn't really trusting in God. But I admit, my wife told me what the Lord had told her. You know, I fell on my knees. And I'm talking about from that day forward. Been rising ever since. Don't, I'm not going to tell you I ain't had no loans, though. But I've been rising ever since. For in order to rise, you have to fall. <laughs> see, you, that's, that's the only way you can rise. You got to fall. So, so many times, just because you're falling today don't mean you won't rise tomorrow. May everybody stand up on their feet. Oh, gracious Lord, we come before you tonight. Thank you for another opportunity, Lord, and thank you for your word, Father God. Then, Father God, we ask you to forgive us for sin by word, thought, or deed. Father God, we ask you to search our hearts, and if you find anything that shouldn't be, Lord, we ask you to remove it in me, and not only that, Lord, but, but to strengthen us, Lord. And then, Father God, as your word say, we, we invite your Holy Spirit to come and entertain that peace that you want us to have, Father God. And we thank you for this time, and we thank you for another opportunity, and we thank you for your people who come out to hear your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.